0: I am super excited for you to listen to part two of the social media and mental health series that I did back in 2021. So this is a throwback episode. This is in my top 10 listen to podcasts of all time. And so I wanted to bring this series, especially going into 2022, as social media is a big part of our lives and just kind of talk a little bit on this episode on how to actually take a break from social media. So if you heard in part one, we talked a lot about inspiration versus insecurity, and how social media can impact our insecurities. In this episode, I'm actually going to talk about how to actually take a break from social media, if that is something you desire or want to do. So I hope that you enjoy part two of this series and be on the lookout for part three and four, which will be coming in the coming weeks. And so now let's get into the episode. (music) The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show, Hi girl, I'm super excited to be back in front of the microphone with you this week and we are in part two of the social media series that I told y'all that I will be talking about and today we're going to be talking a little bit about why it is important to take a break and so um, I I talked a little bit last week about inspiration versus insecurity And went into great detail about um, really kind of assessing your use of social media. And so again, if you are new to this series, um, I'm doing a series on mental health and social media for the purpose of, as I have been personally taking my own personal break from social media, I have realized so many different things. And in that, I wanted to really just kind of give you all an overview for yourself, but also If you are finding that you are unintentionally anxious, if you find that you spend hours on social media scrolling, if you find that you use social media as a tool to avoid getting things done, if you find that you are. Um, comparing yourself to people a lot, if you are finding that your mind is just really cloudy, you're not able to be creative, if you find that you are just, you know, utilizing this tool as a means to ignore some things, not deal with some things, or using it too as a coping mechanism, I wanted to really kind of talk about um, this week with you the value of taking a break. And so I actually did a private podcast um, for my email subscribers. Again, if you're not on my email list, go ahead and check the link in the description. You will receive a um, three-day mini course on how to overcome overwhelm. But I did a private podcast on um, a scripture, a set of scriptures that I was really, really intrigued by. And I feel like Holy Spirit is really giving me some revelations on it as I have been... um, really looking through it and just really realizing the power of compassion but also on the other hand I have been asking guys some hard questions as it relates to the value of rest and really what this looks like and within my time I've also been doing some research on overthinking um I am a big curious person y'all like I told y'all in the last podcast episode and so I have a lot of different things I want to share with you all as I have been just kind of combing through all of the things I've been listening to and learning and finding what people and research are saying about how these tools can impact us. Um, but just in a very general sense, I'm going to add a article that I read on taking a break from social media in the show notes, but I'm going to give you all my opinion and the the point of this episode is really talking about why it's important to take a break. I talk heavily about rest and show up sis, which is my eight week group coaching program. But I really think that we don't really understand like the value of tapering down certain things or the importance of tapering down a lot of things. So for one, um, We actually, if you've been using social media as like a crutch or something that you have been using it for as a coping mechanism, coping mechanism, meaning you run to that when you're feeling down or you run to it out of habit, it can become really habitual. And actually, when you build a habit for so long, it can be hard to break. And so really what happens when you need to switch something or move it to something else or or turn this habit off. You can either go cold turkey or you can really start off slow. And so, what I saw within their research was that social media for teenagers currently, but I do think that this has impacted a lot of millennials too, which is my age group. I'm 31, um, so within the 25 to 40 range, uh, within that time frame, with millennials, is that stress? Um, social media can impact stress, anxiety, and depression, and I think it's this unintentional. Um this is the first point. I think it's this unintentional thing of um you know what we're feeding our minds. And I would like to encourage you as you're tapering this off and what is the point of the value of a break? Um it I think it's just really understanding that the point of the break is to really really rest your mind. I think that The value of a break and taking a break maybe from social if it's for a couple of days, a week, a weekend, just finding a way to taper off a little bit of things to give yourself the ability to rest. Another thing um, and what this article was really kind of pointing to was how do you know if you need to take a break? Um, And the second point is if you really notice it's not fun anymore, if you use social media for entertainment or you find that you use it for content creation or you use it to just kind of laugh, but you're finding that you're using it and it's not really that fun anymore. You feel burnt out. You feel like you're taking in too much. It doesn't become enjoyable. That can be a reason why you might need to take a break. You find that you're comparing yourself to others. You find that you're really, really weighing what your measuring stick on with other people. And to be honest with you all, a lot of times, too, we don't even know what we want. I'm going to say, say that again. Sometimes we don't even know what we want. There is one um, thing that I always like to say is that clarity brings um, the ability for us to be clear, clarity allows us to be clear when you're clear on something you act in it when you're clear on something there's no wavering when you're clear on something you know without a shadow of a doubt you don't really need any convincing on anything else but a lot of times we're not even clear on what we want or clear on what we're going towards because we've allowed a lot of the opinions um um way people ways people live as the measuring stick of our own success. And so what happens is, is what we compare ourselves to other people, we then put their measuring stick or, or the measuring stick we think that they want or they have as ours. And what happens with that is we compare our lifestyle to theirs and our lifestyle may not be theirs. So I can't compare my life currently to where I was 5 years ago because it's a completely different place. So if I'm sitting there looking at somebody else who may be 26 years old, maybe don't ha- they don't have any kids, but they're married. I can't compare myself to them and say that they I need to be doing what they're doing because their lifestyle is completely different. They're not having the same responsibilities I have with having a child or being married in a different place. Or even within that, they might be working a nine to five and I'm an entrepreneur. So the, the mental space is different. The level of responsibility is different. And even to say their level of responsibility might be even more than mine. But because I put so much of a measuring stick on what they're doing, I'm not even able to focus on what I actually want. There are so many times I tell people or ask people, um, I got this really amazing idea from my friend Tatum, um, which you, you know her, she's um, the podcaster of the Blessed and the podcast. But when I was pregnant um, and I was about to have Elijah Tatum, I had asked Tatum some, uh, you know, some things about postpartum. And she was like, you need to make a happy list. And she was like, make a happy list of the things that you really, really enjoy doing. And whenever you find that you're like overwhelmed or stressed or like just need a mommy break, you can pull from that list of things that you want to do. And so I've kind of taken that tip with me as I've done like client work and all of these things And I've asked clients, you know, what is it that makes you happy? What, what are things that you enjoy doing? What are things you do for self-care? And a lot of times they can't even pull those things out because a lot of the self-care is like fleeting. It's not it's either not there or they can't really they haven't done it in so long that they don't know what it is. And so we compare ourselves meaning, we think we need to do what that person does and really we need to find out for ourselves what we really want. What is it that God has told you to do that you haven't done? And even if it's something he's told you to do or given you vision of, maybe that's not the current season. Maybe there's some things you need to work on in the interim of that season. And ask, like, what is that? But you can't compare your, because when you compare yourself, like my therapist tells me all the time, comparison is the thief of joy. You never experience what joy feels like. A lot of us don't even probably remember what joy feels like because of the things that we maybe have been through or even just the last two years of what we've experienced with the pandemic. But the thing is, you can't compare what somebody else's joy is to yours. Okay? Another reason you may need to take a break from social media is you're constantly distracted constantly distracted so as i was uh researching this and i told y'all i think i said this last week but how um This episode of the Therapy is a Christian podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, which I know we all have, BetterHelp is here to help. So I think about all the time when I first started therapy back in 2018, and if I had never taken the step where my life would be at now, especially having had now become married, have a kid... Gone through a pandemic, being pregnant in a pandemic. And I remember just in general when I got engaged to my husband right before starting therapy, how overwhelmed I was, just the thoughts of I'm about to commit my life to this person and I don't even know how to cope with anxiety and just feeling so overwhelmed all the time. And so I'm so thankful that I took the step to actually go to therapy because I really believe I gained so many tools from having that experience and now still being in therapy now, four and a half years later, I've learned so much throughout those different transitions, specifically just having a space for myself. So BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. When you talk to your therapist, you're able to talk to them in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be in your area. You may be a college student and really needing an online experience. You may be a working mom who doesn't have the time to actually go drive to a therapist's office. Or you may be somebody that works from home and likes the convenience of being able to Take a break during your day to meet with your therapist. All you need to do is just fill out a small questionnaire to be able to help assess your specific needs. And then you'll get matched with a therapist within 48 hours. Then you'll schedule a secure video and phone session. Plus you'll be able to exchange unlimited messages. And that is so amazing because everything you share with them is completely confidential which means they can't go out and share your business with other people. So the useful part about this, and I think what is amazing is when we transitioned into the pandemic, I was able to actually meet my therapist online and I did not realize how much of a convenience that was. And it was so, so helpful. So if you get matched with a therapist and you don't like them, or you don't feel like you... Are really able to open up to them. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. So y'all, join the two million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. I have a special offer for you guys for the Therapy as a Christian podcast listeners, where you can get ten percent off your first month at BetterHelp.com/slash Rosalind Renee. That's Better, B-E-T-T-E-R Help. H-E-L-P dot com slash Roslyn Renee, R-O-S-L-Y-N-R-E-N-E. Thanks again to Better Health for sponsoring this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. Social media can, it, it reinforces this reward system for our brains, which is dopamine. And dopamine is the reward horm- hormone that gets triggered in our brain and we Um, it's very, it's very, very similar to when you eat sugar or it's very similar and it, it's, it's essentially what it is, is a neurotransmitter that, that gives you pleasure and helps you know, Ooh, I really like this, which is when you look at your phone and you see somebody likes a picture or somebody comments a picture and they says, Oh my God, you look so cute. It's like, it gives you a reward system and it's a big part of the way we think and plan. And so when you're constantly looking at this reward system that feeds, um, Rewards you or motivates you or in that sense of that that area of your brain when you're constantly feeding this what the research was talking about is how it can actually burn out that that's where it goes into where people talk about um, them saying that they don't even know why they're scrolling. They don't even know where this, why they're doing it. And so with this constantly being distracted, what also this does when it pulls us away from the ability to focus is we have shorter, shorter spans of focus time where we really don't actually get to do things and complete tasks and it creates this open space. And so you actually don't get anything done because you're you're kind of going down this place of being constantly distracted. And so if you need a break just to one rest your brain biologically, but even emotionally rest yourself emotionally to where you can start to replace some of these. Uh, reward systems with something else or have specific time to focus there are many times especially when i have my phone where i'll just put in another room now because i just need the break mentally um so that i can focus and then again that goes into back to um one of the last points is um you losing focus and so what what are some things that you can do? Why is this valuable? What is this? What is this going to do eventually? I really think that if you've never one taken a break before, but if you have taken a break, understanding the consistency with breaks is necessary. I think it's important, as we've heard just in general, when we go to our jobs, needing a mental health day or needing a vacation. Sometimes it's the same way, just as much as we um, rest our brains or rest our bodies when we go to sleep and take a break from just the day to go to sleep your brain and your even your emotional state sometimes we need rest from these constant intakes intakes of content and things and information we're overloaded with content every day we're at the tip of our fingers we're able to go to google and not to say that these things aren't bad i think that god has blessed us to be a, a place uh, a generation where we have information but using it in a way that is in that is in wisdom and wise so that you're not overloaded and you are able to have balance. I think the balance is super super important. Um And so how can you begin to kind of create this break for yourself if you don't want to go cold turkey or maybe if you want to just kind of relax your mind a little bit or if you want to go cold turkey, go cold turkey. But make sure you when you go cold turkey, you give yourself a deadline. Maybe you want to give yourself a month. Maybe you want to give yourself a couple of days. Whatever you feel like you need to do to begin to the process of giving yourself the break is super important. So the first thing that you can do is turn off your notifications. Notifications on your phone are extremely distracting in general. But when you have notifications from social media of whether somebody liked a picture or a post, I know people say turn your post notifications on. However, do you really need all those post notifications? Do you really need all of those things on your phone on the front of your phone that in essential in a, central, in, a sen- in a very simple way they just trigger you they trigger you to pick up your phone they trigger you to just look at something they trigger you to see how many likes you get and when you turn off your notifications it can really be a lot of a way to cut out those distractions the second thing you can do is prioritize self care prioritize self-care. What does self-care do? Self-care pours back into you. And again, self-care is more than just going to get your hair and nails done, even though that's good, but it's doing things you enjoy. If that means going to dinner with someone you love, If that means interacting with them, if that means taking a walk in the park, if that means going to Target and walking around doing nothing, if that means going to a place that inspires you, going to a museum or something of that nature, whatever it means to actually do something that you enjoy, taking a hot bubble bath. Um, Finding a way to spend time with your kids where it's uninterrupted, uh, where you don't have your phone in your hand or they don't have their phone in their hands or you can actually have a conversation. Like, what does that actually look like? Self-care is really, really pouring back into you, but also even pouring into those people that are around you okay number three allotting time to use it so this may be easier said than done but allotting a specific time to actually open social media so if that means turning the limits off on your phone and you only get um five minutes to look at it you may get get on during the day in five minutes but then later on in the evening get on and spend a little a little bit more time but allotting the time of the day for the close out of your day okay Number 4. Filling in the time with things that are helpful. So this goes into when I was talking about replacing it. So if you are on a break, let's say you you're like I don't even know what I need to do with this time. Sis, girl, baby girl, this is the perfect time to discover those things. So if that's reading a book that you haven't read in a long time. If that is going for a walk or finding some time to actually do that, it's something you may have never done. That can be something that you can do. Um, but filling in those things, with, filling in that time with things that you may want to do, like meal prep, going to the grocery store and doing some like really finding some good food, like cooking good meals that you really, really enjoy, making maybe making a cocktail with your spouse, like finding something that you can do to fill in that time with something um the sixth thing is creating or the fifth thing is creating a happy list this is what i was talking about earlier so my happy list i can tell y'all because i love 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 like sharing this happy list i thought that was a brilliant idea that tatum um had gave me but my happy list consists of things that i really really enjoy like things I, i i put it as in the note section in my phone the reason i put that in there is because i wanted to be able to always gravitate it always gravitate to it whenever i was out or whenever i wanted to do something or whenever i was needed i knew i didn't want to write it down in a notebook i put it in my phone so i'll read my happy list out to y'all my happy list consists of taking a bath and lotioning down so getting some like really good scented lotion and taking a nice long bath and lotioning down um starbucks coffee walks in the park journaling my thoughts time with my husband and prayer Those are the things that I know make me happy. Those are the things that um, I enjoy. And even now, I've coupled prayer time with walking. So my routine now with God, when I uh, really want to spend time in prayer, is I go walking. And I just kind of let out my thoughts. But I've also come to a place of really wanting to pray for other people while I'm walking. And just get out of the house and active and like really put that with um, walking. Um, and so... The last thing is what is something that you want to build or start with intention? I think you can fill your break time with intention. What is something that you want to start doing or pick back up or have the time to work on? Maybe if you close out this distraction, you can have more time to focus on it and use your break with intention. Um, And I think that's a great goal because then you can take away what is the distraction or what is the distractor and connect it with your goal. If you are someone that wants to actually post consistently, on social media, maybe it's actually writing out your content, putting it like scheduling your con and scheduling your content out. So maybe it's actually having the intention of creating content, not on the fly, but like setting the time aside to actually create the content and then scheduling it out using um Facebook um, Business Suite because there's a there's a um there's apps that you can use like Later and um, What is another app Unum is another one. I'll link all these in the show notes, but these are apps that you can use, but also Facebook has a free space where you can actually post on social media for free. They post carousels, they post live videos, everything. And so I'll link all that in the show notes for you all, but that is a great way for you to also, to also be intentional without being so tied to, to your app. So just thinking about these things is super important. So in review, as I was saying earlier, a way that you can know that you can that you need to take a break is seeing if the social media is causing you stress, anxiety, or depression. If it's not fun anymore, you find that you compare yourself to others, you're constantly distracted and lose focus. And then here are some ways that you can start begin to utilizing your break. Turn off notifications, prioritize self-care, allot time to get on social media, Fill that time with things that are helpful, A hap, create a happy list, or what is something that you can start and do and build with intention? And so I hope this was helpful to you all. If you find that you just need a break, go ahead and take your break, sis. Like, give yourself permission to do so. Um, delete the apps off your phone, log out. Or if you just need to just completely delete them, girl, delete them. Find the way, find a way to pour back into you in a way that's going to best suit you and pour back into your heart, your mind and your spirit and use and utilize that time with God. Really, really spend time with him and really get the things you need from him as well. So that's all for this week. I can't wait to see y'all next week and we will continue this series soon and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Did you know if you pay your nanny or sitter more than $2,400 a year or $100 a week, you owe taxes? Let Care.com HomePay help you get the tax savings your family qualifies for, up to $2,500 a year. Get your first month free at HomePay.com with the code FREEMONTH2022. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health.